Welcome to the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. Each week, we'll be bringing you conversations about the mission of the Salvation Army right here in East Tennessee. For more information about the show and the work the Salvation Army is doing here in Knoxville, Tennessee, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org forward slash BTS. Or you can visit SalvationArmyKnoxville.org. Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. My name is Ron, and we're hanging out with some really chipper folks for, you know, being the morning time, like it is. But uh, we're so grateful for everybody that's joining us out there listening, but also to Tammy. Tammy Caster. Yes, Tammy Caster. Thanks for knowing my name, Ron. I know, I know, I know. Anyway, <laughs> so Tammy Caster is joining us. She's our business manager here at the Salvation Army Knoxville, as well as the HR supervice president of Salvation Army Knoxville. That, that may or may not be the actual technical title. Anyway, Noah, what's the last name? McLeod. <laughs> the Noah McLeod is with us. He is the corporate accountant here at the Salvation Army in Knoxville. We also have a special guest with us today. That is Ryan Watson. He is a local business owner and all-around great guy. And uh, we want to talk to him today about some of the ministry he's involved in and stuff. And not just here in Knoxville, but in, in Blount County and in Sevier County and counties and other states, as a matter of fact. So we're going to get to all that right here, right now, on this episode of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. Here we go. Okay, now as I mentioned, we've got you know a special featured guest here. So for those of you that have met Ryan so far, what's your first impression? Great guy. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, they they've 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 Ryan, they've gotten to know you now for the past what minute and a half, yes. something like that. Yeah. So um, uh, just a reminder: speak directly into the mic, get very close to it. Your best friends with that microphone. But we want to hear all about you. Now you have a very cool story. Um, and um, I, I would love to hear, love for our audience to hear um, where it is that you come from, what's your perspective on life, what has shaped your worldview. Uh, just sh- share it with us, who Ryan Watson is. Okay. Um, that's a lot of questions to, <laughs> Sorry. to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to hit yeah. them individually. It's yeah. not bullet points. Just, yeah. you know, just, to, just ball them up in one thing. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm from uh, Maryville. Mm-hmm. I grew up at Mar- in Maryville. Um, Played football in high school for Maryville. Mm-hmm. Um, um, was raised in church. Come from a good family, good upbringing. Yeah. Um, as far back as I can remember, I remember hearing about Jesus mm-hmm. and knowing who He was, and I knew how to live. I was. I had all the makings to live a good life, mm-hmm. a good Christ life. Yeah. Life. Yeah. And. Um, Right after high school, I kind of got out on my own and I got into the world and that basically took me further than I ever imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into the party scene and, um, the, the work that I was doing, I was, it got in, it, it became about money. Mm-hmm. Um, so the further and further I went, the deeper and deeper I got yeah. into alcohol and drug addiction. Yeah. Um, and that lasted for about 20 plus years. Wow. Yeah. That's a long stretch. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Mostly downs. Mm-hmm. Um, further and further away from Christ. Um, in 2007, I went to check myself into rehab for the first time. Mm-hmm. 
admitted that I had a problem and um, came out, and that didn't last very long at all. Went through just a conventional rehab, yeah. 30-day program. Mm-hmm. Never – it really didn't do anything but make me more aware of of how – you know, bad my life had gotten. Right. Um, from that point on, I went into um, the next level of addiction was getting in trouble with, you know, the law mm-hmm. and uh, uh, catching charges. Yeah. And, you know, I'd never had any, I'd never had any issues as far as, you know, getting, you know, being arrested before my life. But I got arrested for, um, for, you know, drug possession. Mm-hmm. And first time in jail, Knox County, eye-opening, went back to rehab. Um, still, I never could yeah. beat that mm-hmm. that addiction yeah. as hard as I tried. Um, and that, moving forward, due to time constraints, I can just tell you that it turned into six rehabs. Um, wow. It, it went from six rehabs to two trips in uh, halfway houses. Mm-hmm about six trips to jail and two years in prison. Wow. Um, at my lowest point, I robbed two gas stations wow. here in Knoxville. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Bottom. Got caught. I was a terrible. Wow. That's, you were a terrible, terrible thief. <laughs> I was a terrible thief. I got caught immediately. <laughs> well, we can't be successful at everything. No. Right? no I was not successful. <laughs> Straight to jail. And, um, I spent those two years in prison was, um, was life changing. Um, and I, I actually did grow, that was in 2010 Mm -hmm. and I actually did grow very close to God in that time. I, um, always, I knew that I needed him. I knew that I I needed to turn my life over to him, but I just didn't know what that looked like. Yeah. And I never had the power to change my life, Mm -hmm. um, by halfway giving it to him. Right. Um, so fast forward to um, right before the pandemic started, I was on probation. I had gone through, well, I had um, I'd gotten married. I'd come out of prison and done well for, for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when the business, I took over the business and yeah. started, and we did really good. Yeah, um, We had like record years in a row, four, four years in a row that, that business doubled. Wow. And it was, yeah, it's really good. And... Um, I relapsed. Okay. This was in, um, and I, again, I hope I'm not bouncing around. hope you all can follow what I'm saying. Absolutely. Um, in 20, 2016, towards the end of 2016, I relapsed. Okay. And in 2016, um, I, I'd gotten married mm-hmm. to my first wife in 2016. We had our daughter. Mm-hmm. Right after we had our daughter, I relapsed. Wow. And it's the guilt from that yeah. along was was um you know that was shattering does that perpetuate the the relapse when you when you relapse for that and then you start feeling guilty for the relapse does that kind of fuel the cycle oh it fuels it yeah. that's where the enemy wants us okay. he wants you to feel as low as you can and, yeah. and like there's no hope yeah um so i rode that out and um um ended up getting caught with drugs again going back on probation, mm-hmm. going to jail. Um, and I was, um, I'd come, I'd went through so much and, and I'd been through worse than this, but this time it, when I was in jail, I was extremely broken. Mm-hmm. 
extremely. Yeah. And I was in the Blunt County Jail. Yeah. Um, so while I was in jail, these I was coming off of these opiates, and I don't really remember the first few days. And when I come to, I remember seeing other other men in there. They were on tablets. Um, they had these tablets in jail, and that was new to me. Even though I, you know, I'd been in jail in the past, I'd never seen little tablets people were on in jail. Yeah. The inmates. Yeah. I was like, "What are y'all doing on these tablets?" Yeah. And the guy was like, "Here is this, this church in town that that um, they live stream and broadcast their services." Yeah. And it was a real revolution. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we'll pass it Sorry around. About that. No, you're okay. <laughs> no, you're okay. It's very powerful and, that. What God done in my life at that yeah. that moment? Absolutely, and I love it. I love these tears because mm-hmm. it changed. He changed my life. Yeah, the pastor Pacer Pacer mm-hmm. Epler. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know about that church. I drove past it, but I didn't know anything about what they done, right. um, what they did there, and what they were about. But that sermon that he that he preached, that first sermon that I watched while I was laying in a jail cell, was. It's called the series was called the ninety nine percent, and it was about Jesus leaving the ninety nine, yeah, for one, right. And it resonated with me, and of course, that is a great thought. That is a hopeful thought that that God Himself would leave others to yeah. come after me, even in my worst, yeah, and all that I had done, absolutely. And I thought about that when I got out. I only was in there for a week. When I got out, I went to that church that Sunday. And um, when I walked in, I just knew, I actually in the parking lot, I knew I was where I was supposed to be. I didn't, know, I didn't feel anxious or anxiety or anything about going in that, going in the church, right. which I had in the past because mm-hmm. of my lifestyle. Yeah. So I went in, and when the altar call was made at the end of the service, which he was still in that sermon series. I don't even remember going down. I just yeah. ran down that aisle wow. at the altar, and I gave my life to God. I meant it. Yeah, I prayed the most powerful prayer that I've ever prayed. And and anyone that's listening, you don't have to be, you don't have to use big words with God. Yeah. I used one word. I said, God, help, please help me. Yeah. I yeah. give up, and I I think in that moment. All the plans and all my other thoughts about what I wanted in life ended. Yeah. <clears throat> they ended. There was no more what I'm going to do or what I'm going to do. That I just yeah. gave my life to him. Yeah. Let me tell you, a couple of weeks went by, and I realized that I don't have this, I didn't have this tape reel playing in my mind about getting high or a drink. Right. Which I had had for twenty years, playing constantly in my mind. It was yeah. gone. Yeah, it was gone, and it's never come back. Amen. And it's not been hard. Hallelujah. I've been clean and sober for over three years now. I haven't, yeah. t- I haven't had a beer. <laughs> yeah, and I could never do that. Six trips to rehab. Yeah. All these things that I did, I was never able. I never had the power to do that. And God took that from me. Yeah, He wiped that out of my life. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Man, okay. Well, you've got everybody crying uh, <laughs> around the table, um, and we're uh, grateful for what for what you've shared there. Uh, I had heard your story before, but it's still it's powerful every time. Um, and 
want to move into we're, we're actually pretty close to a break here uh does anybody have any questions for ryan well i just want to say that i appreciate your testimony because there's probably people out there that need to hear this yeah. um i know why ron drove me in here now <laughs> um, because i actually experienced this with my um husband who is passed away now um unfortunately he didn't have the testimony you have and in the end he thought there was no hope and he took his life because of the guilt and the shame so um i appreciate your testimony and you coming on here and sharing it because maybe someone out there can see that there is hope in jesus yeah thank you amen man okay well i tell you what we're going to go to a break, um, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk more. Now, uh, we, we'll have the weekly devotional, but then after that, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk more about the ministry that God has led you into because of all of those things and, and this, the lifestyle that he brought you out of. Um, and so we're going to talk more about that because I really would like people to hear that. Uh, here at the Salvation Army, we are about to launch our own Addiction Recovery Center, and so this is very, very timely for you to be on the show at this point, uh, because this is not something that this Salvation Army here in Knoxville has done before. And so this is new new ground for us. We've done a lot of social services work here. We've got a great social services staff that help people every day. But this new jump that we're making into addiction recovery, we've got partners in the community that are helping us with it. Uh, True Purpose is one of those. Uh, Pastor Jeremy's actually been here and talked with us and helped coach us a little bit on the front end uh, to help get us in a place where we knew how, how to help people in a similar situation. So, so it's very timely for you to be here. So I want everybody out there, please, if you're listening, please, uh, please uh, hang on. We will be back right after the devotional with more from Ryan Watson. And, uh, and again, thank you, Ryan, for sharing all of that. We'll be back yes, sir. in just a little bit. And here we are with more of the Salvation Numbers Behind the Shield. I am Ron, and we are joined by, um, actually, we already had Noah McLeod. Hello, hello. Uh, he was with us earlier uh, in the episode, um, and he'll be with us a little bit later, too. But we are joined by the official co-host of the Behind the Shield podcast. Wow, thanks so and, much, Ron. Yeah. Well, welcome and back. She, she, this is Beans, and she's actually going to be providing us with this week's devotional. Yeah, my name's actually Janine. It's what? Janine. Are you sirs? Yeah. I've been calling you beans all this time. I know. That's I thought it was J9. Well, I'm not. <laughs> uh, so glad Noah's here. You're going to hear an accountant speak a lot this time. A lot, right? Yes. Okay. And can we tell our view, not our viewers. Not our viewers. We don't have <laughs> viewers. For those of you that are viewing this right now, we need to, we need, we need to have a consultation, I think. Um, so. Can we tell our listeners? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know if we can tell them anything right now. Can we tell our listeners? You're going to have to get into the microphone. You've been doing this for a while now. Noah never speaks. I mean, after this, we're probably so not going to have any listeners. Hearing <laughs> Noah on this or radio viewers. show. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the viewers right now are like, what? What? <laughs> and the listeners are like, wait, there's video? And boy, I wish. I got to tell you. And no, if, you don't. If oh, we're ever so going to have video, video, I think we should have it for when when Beans does devotionals. Okay, Beans, please take it away. Oh, okay. I'm going to read some scripture. Okay. 
from Mark chapter 14, verses 32 through 42. This is from the ESV. And they went to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful. My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little farther, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not that, yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. Oh, shoot. I lost my money. Sorry, that was deep. That was real. That mm-hmm. was really happening, Ron. Mm-hmm. Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they didn't know what to answer him. And he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? It is enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise. Let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. That is... um. That's an image. I wanted to read that because this is Easter week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, uh, we'll be talking about that a lot this week. But also because um, I think it's interesting to see, to read about Jesus having a time where he's, um, he's anxious. He's pretty anxious about what's about to happen to him. And... Um, he's there in the garden and, you know, he's, he's with the disciples and I think he's, he's wanting encouragement, but he's not really, he's not really getting it. He also knows that he has to do this. He also knows that, um, no matter what, he is going to go to that cross and he, He's going to die for us. And I thought of this because um, we have difficult times. Um, like I said, I don't know if you guys realize that I had a bit of a stressful day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had difficult days before, way more stressful than today. Um, there have been times where life is just... Um, Nowhere near as stressful as the time Jesus is having here, but um, just times where I could really use some encouragement, I could really use kind of a way out, but I just don't have it. I don't get that. We don't, we don't always have a way out, and we just have to move forward. We just have to keep going. And I, I really got that from this, that's what I got from this scripture, um, to keep going. Um, 
and we can learn from Jesus' example because he really persevered through a time of real suffering, suffering like nothing that I could ever imagine. Um, I thought it was really cool hearing the human element of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, asking Father, if you will, take this from me. Um, because he knows what's about to happen. He knows what he's about to have to go through. And you mentioned how sometimes there's not a way out for us. Um, we don't always get a way out. But looking back over life, there are there are sometimes things that God doesn't take away from us because he needs us to go through that in order us in order for us to be molded and shaped into the way that God wants us. Yeah. Um but even in the end Jesus says, "Okay, it's not my will, it's yours." And so even knowing what he's going to go through, he says, "For the betterment of humanity, I'm going to go do this." Yeah. That's right. And that's like, a good um, that's a good perspective and and I I I think there's certainly a note of just the uh, the low hanging fruit from that devotional from that passage is to persevere is to push through but you know what sometimes we can't do that on our own sometimes it's difficult um a lot of people like to misquote scripture and say God will never give you more than you can stand that's mm. not what the bible says that's right yeah uh God on, it says that God will but with every uh every every encounter God will will give us a way of escape um, now that way of escape may be straight through whatever it is, um, but uh, Jesus also knew that resistance builds strength, builds character. Um, the trying of your faith works patience, and so when our faith is tried, um, and that can happen on a regular basis. I mean, Beans works with kids on a daily basis, so <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure her faith is tried regularly, um, but. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think not only the, the 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 skim across the top is to you know keep your eyes focused on Jesus and push through. Um, sometimes you know we we're human, and emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, we may we may fail, may fall, but um, God will always use that because I've certainly had my times where I've fallen, where I've you know crumbled under the pressure, um, but I wasn't I wasn't completely destroyed. You know, God still was able to, uh, when I reached out for him, he was still able to pick me back up. That's right. But you got to reach out. Exactly. And I think that's important. And that's what Jesus is doing throughout this whole passage. Mm -hmm. He's reaching out. He's taking, taking it to God. And, and that's what we have to do. And God didn't take it away, Mm -hmm. but we still have to go to him. Um, that doesn't mean he's going to take it away. Like Noah said, Mm -hmm. um, but he'll use it to strengthen us, to strengthen our faith. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you're out there and you're struggling um, and you you do need help, uh, you can do that a number of ways. For one, if there's somebody that's immediately near you that you know you can reach out to, uh, please do that. Reach out to a friend. Ask them to pray with you, Uh, not just for you, but with you. Um, I've had those friends where you had to know that if you were going to ask them to pray with you, you needed to make sure you were comfortable. If you're in the middle of a grocery store and you ask them to pray with you, they're going to do it right there loudly 
and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, but you just need to know that. Anyway, but if, if you've got a friend that's close by, um, reach out to them and ask them to pray with you uh, about these things. Um, if, you need, if you need help and you don't have someone close by, reach out to us here. You can give us a call at 865-525-9401, and you can reach us through our website as well at salvationarmyknoxville.org. Um, and you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram as well at Salvation up. Army Knoxville. Please give us a call or Hit find us, us on our on website Facebook. or on Facebook and Instagram and hit us. Hit us up. Up. Okay. So anyway, so uh, thank you very much, Beans, for today's devotion. And uh, we are going to uh, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, we'll have Just more of the story from Ryan Watson, our special guest today. Uh, so grateful that, that he's here. And uh, we're going to we're going to have more of his story coming right up. It's going to be great. And Noah might even say a few more words, right? I might. I might. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. And we're back with more of the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, As I've mentioned previously in the show, we have to my left Tammy Castor, along with all around the table there, all the way down there, who has remained silent uh, throughout the show, except for saying his name. Yes, hello there. Yes. you. <laughs> I am still alive. I'm still here. Noah McLeod. <laughs> Noah McLeod is still here. He's still in the action. I like that. Thank you for the enthusiasm. I've still got my coffee here, so I am. Man. He's pepping up a He's little. He's really opening up down there. You know, it's it's uh, getting close to 10 o'clock, so t- I'm <laughs> starting to wake up. He's starting to wake up now. That's good. Well, and, and as I mentioned before, Noah is actually our corporate accountant. And so we often think he may not have a lot of excitement the, in him, but apparently he does. That's good. <laughs> that's okay. Anything else? No. Noteworthy? No. Okay. All right. And all the way around to our special guest for this episode is Ryan Watson, a local business owner here in Knoxville, but also uh, had a ter- uh, ter- just shared with us a terrific part of his story uh, about uh, addiction, recovery, and the power of Christ, man, to deliver somebody from addiction. Um, and not just to deliver from addiction, because that's the start, but God is in the restoration business. And sometimes he restores us better than new. And we'd like to hear more about that part of it. So uh, the last part, we got to the part where you've you've surrendered your life to Christ again, and or truly this time, He delivers you from from alcohol and, and drugs, I suppose. Um, so uh, delivered you from addiction, and now you're actually involved in managing a ministry. Uh, so I want to talk about your business because God's helped you restore your business, but also uh, this ministry that's really cool. So if you don't mind, you can start with either one of those. I guess I'll start with when I when I. Uh, got acclimated into the church after mm-hmm. I, I gave my life yeah. that that Sunday. Um, immediately, I was asked if I would like to join discipleship, yeah. a discipleship group mm-hmm. that was actually just starting, yep. and it was a one year program. Mm-hmm. Um, the one of the church's elders was leading that. His name's Don Stevenson, yep. and he has become like a spiritual father to me, yeah. mentor. Uh, went through that program. Uh, with him, and um, met a lot of uh, people in the in the church that just, you know, they just never brought up my past at all. Yeah. They just took me as I was, yeah. and I didn't feel any different than than anyone. I yeah. was just there. Mm-hmm. If not, uh, made me feel even even better than I 
than I could ever imagine, really, yeah. as far as welcoming me in. And um, so getting into the discipleship right after I was, I'd give my life to Christ, mm-hmm. um, that made all the difference. They walked it out with me. Yeah. And um, I, I'll never forget that group of men. There was about 12 men. Yeah. And um, so after that class ended, um, I was encouraged to get my own class. So I did. Uh, I put it out there, and we and that's one of the things we focus on at the church is yeah. discipleship. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we actually this uh, just this past um, this past week we had a, the 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 uh, uh, graduation from last year, mm-hmm. and it had doubled yeah. uh, from the year before. So three hundred and around three hundred thirty five men and women went through discipleship one year program wow. last year. That's the awesome. year before was a hun- like 119. Yeah. Um, it is awesome. And we just want to keep doing that yeah. and, and walking it out with the, the people that are coming in that, yeah. that want it. And um, we are an outreach church. So there's so many lost mm-hmm. coming in wanting this. And it's yeah. just, it's amazing how many every week are getting saved yeah. and, and baptized. Like, yeah. We've been doing baptisms every week now because there's so many wanting it. That's true, and it's amazing. And I'm like, um, it's it's almost to the point where it's like, how many this? How many this week? Well, it was only fourteen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it's, I'm like, we are getting spoiled. God yeah. has been so good to us. It is pretty amazing. We're seeing these miracles. Well, now the ministry know? that brought you to the church, that brought you back to Christ, mm-hmm. is the ministry that you're actually managing now or directing, I should say. Um, yeah. Tell us about that ministry. The jail ministry. Yes. Um, um, yes, the jail ministry at the church started out with where I was actually the first one to come to the church as a result of that ministry. And it yeah. took years of planning for them to get the tablets into the jails mm-hmm. uh, or, or to, to make contact with the company that the tablets are managed through. Yeah. Um, so Blount County was the first. Mm-hmm. Um, that started, I think, at the end of 2019. Okay. Um, fast forward to now, we are in 22 different counties, mm-hmm. um, three states. Wow. And it basically, that result is, that amounts to around 7,000 tablets we live stream to every week. Yeah. In, so in, inside the, inside inside the, the correctional facility. Yes. So there's 7,000 tablets, 7,000 people which actually is more because there could be two or three in a cell right. watching. Yeah. So. Wow. That's pretty amazing. And you're directing that. And, and I think it's, I, I love to see God do something like that, where he takes you who was actually, who actually came back to Christ because of that ministry. Now you're directing that ministry. Yes. And that is, that's amazing. And God, like I said, God's in the restoration business. Yes, um, he is. Uh, as I mentioned before, uh, before uh, our, our, uh, devotional segment. I mentioned that the Salvation Army here in Knoxville is starting an addiction recovery center um, to help people that are that were struggling with the same struggles that you were, same struggles that I've struggled with in my past. And so I, I am, uh, I have a heart for that kind of ministry. And one of the things you asked first thing was, is it faith based? And and the answer is yes, a resounding yes. I mean, it's the Salvation Army. Some people know that we are a church. Other people don't know that. Uh, we do a lot of social work, a lot of emergency response work, uh, and we're known for those things. People know the red kettles, you know, but they, what they don't know 
is that we actually, we, we want to be the hands and feet for Christ. That is the reason we do what we do is Amen. all because of him. And so I'm, I, I love hearing your story. Uh, and I mentioned before that God's in the restoration business. And when I mention, when I say that, I always think of the fact that uh, how God has helped you build the business or rebuild the business that, that you have. So tell us a little bit about that. You don't have to belabor that, but just tell us a little bit about the sure. business and how sure. God's blessed you there. Well, I basically, in that year, I told you when I relapsed, I told, you know, I basically tore it down mm-hmm. to, to nothing. It, it ran, I ran it in the ground. Yeah. Uh, family stepped in and took over and um, I, I ended up coming back, you know, later I took a, yeah. about a year away from the business, okay. but uh, back in it now, it's restructured and it's it's a family business, small small family business. Mm-hmm. Um, this past year, we've had a record year, even from before. Okay, we're back on track. Wow, uh, we got some great customers, and uh, he has really, really blessed us. Yeah, um, it's uh, we've we've got some really, really good employees. Yeah, um, one of the employees actually. I was able to lead him to Christ in my office <laughs> um, last year. That's pretty awesome. Nice. And that wow. was not happening before in that office. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, you know, That's so pretty awesome. Jesus, he's, he has changed everything yeah. in my life. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm blown away. It's amazing what God can do when you turn it all over to him. Yes, man. Yeah. All over. Give I've, him everything. I've heard it said many times. Um the kingdom of God is the only place where surrender actually means victory. That's right. Um, and it's, you know, I used to watch cowboy movies with my dad when I was growing up. And the universal sign of surrender is throwing your hands up in the air. And we see that a lot during worship, during praise. And then when people are at the altar praying, you know, we see people with their hands up. And, uh, and it's it's the kingdom of God is unique in that way. And that when we choose to surrender, man, that's when we gain victory. That's right. That's when we gain power over the things that used to hold us. And I, 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 man, I, I thank you so much. I am so grateful to you for coming out here, taking the time uh, to come out here and, and be on our little podcast and sharing what amazingly big things God has done in your life. Um, and knowing your wife, um, I know she's extraordinarily proud of you too. I, um, I'm, I'm just, uh, she's, she's on fire for Christ too, man. She's, uh, I, I love you guys. You're so great. I'm glad you said that because I was wanting to throw, get her in there at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got I, a cool name too. Yeah. Uh, her name is Dion Watson mm-hmm. and she actually was a Watson. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. She, her, yeah. she didn't have to change anything. No. Driver's well, license she, the same. Yeah. Yeah. So I met her. It, she she's on staff at the church yeah. met her at the church and just instantly when we met we that's awesome we knew yeah and um we both come from broken backgrounds and yeah amazing yeah what god has done praise god man. we've got our kid our kids are are in they're they're blessed you know yeah. um and we actually just bought a new home that we've remodeled and moved into the last couple of weeks yeah and it's blessed Wow. Man. Well, Ryan, thank you again. Yeah. Uh, you and your wife, Dion, are just amazing folks. Uh, thank you so much for what you do in, in all of these counties are being impacted by, you know, God's amazing grace uh, in your life and in, in Dion's life. Uh, you guys are just amazing, amazing um, testimonies for his goodness and grace. And um, I can't say enough. And you guys have anything else for Ryan? Before we let him go. I just want to thank you, Ryan. 
for taking time out of your day to come share that with us and to all the people that's going to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. There may be that one out there that hears it and does what you did. Yeah. Finally just lays it all at the altar. Yes. Thank you. So if you are out there, if you are out there and you, and you hear this story, if something from Ryan's story resonates with you, if you've got similar struggles and hope is not lost because uh, Jesus is always right there waiting, and he can still restore you to a place that you never thought possible based on where you're at right now. And so just reach out. You can find us here uh, at Salvation Army. You can go to SalvationArmyKnoxville.org. You can call us at 865-525-9401. Uh, we're located at 409 North Broadway, and we would love to, I'd love to meet you, love to talk with you. Uh, if you uh, are needing help, please feel free to reach out. Again, that's 865-525-9401. You can always find us online at SalvationArmyKnoxville.org, and you can always hit us up on Facebook as well or Instagram, and we would love, love to communicate with you in that way and be of help to you if we can. So anyways, we are going to, uh, we're going to cut out. We'll be back in a little bit for just a little bit more of the Salvation Army Behind the Shield. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode, and we'll be back in just a little bit. So Beans was singing just a little bit along with the theme music. Um, Yes, and I was told I'm not allowed to sing. Well, you were told that very strictly. Uh, Not allowed to sing. That's true. I I failed to mention that, so I'll just say it now. Stop singing. I think all the lovely people out there need to hear my singing voice. Lovely people? I mean, Mostly. <laughs> we've never seen this side of Noah, so I kind yeah. of want him to sing. You all are lovely I... people. He, Noah, wow. Noah, for those of you that, that missed it uh, earlier in the episode, Noah is the corporate accountant here at Salvation Army Knoxville. He does a fantastic job with numbers, and up until, uh, well, today, we did not realize that he actually could speak. So, uh, Noah? Yeah. Yes. Doing... Guys, he is such an accountant. For all the folks out there, accountants do have personalities. <laughs> well... Well, you know what? Thank you for clearing that up. But and you are, have to have them on a radio show for it to come out. Apparently. You put a mic, give them some headphones and a mic, and man, they open wide up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. So we want to thank all of you, for first of all, for listening to this episode and joining us for Ryan Watson's story, uh, which who, which was shared. He's a local businessman here. He's also a firm, firmly founded Christian and believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. He has been delivered uh, from alcohol and drugs um, for three and a half to four years now, and man, he he directs ministries into into correctional facilities. Twenty two correctional facilities uh, are get streamed services into them, and he helps direct those ministries. And he was actually a product of that ministry. That's how he came back to Christ, or actually came to Christ, was from that ministry. So he was a product of the ministry, and now he now he directs that ministry. Pretty amazing story. So uh, since it's going to be in podcast form, you can go back and listen to it if you, you know, didn't get that part. But anyways, but if you got to this part, you probably already listened. Where can we listen? It's at salvationarmyradio.org. Nice. Hit us up. <laughs>
stop with the hitting us. Don't, why aren't you so violent? Don't, don't actually hit people. I don't really want the lingo. That's why I have you guys. Um, so anyway, uh, so yeah, so thank you very much to Ryan for spending time with us. And, uh, and, and thank you, Tammy Caster, our business manager, also was with us during that time earlier in the episode. And we are grateful for that. Thank you to... Beans. Janine. Janine. Janine Beans, the radio machine. She has, uh, she did, she did a great job on our weekly devotional today. And uh, thank you for that. Thank you to Noah McLeod. The Cloud. The Cloud? Oh my gosh. He's even got a radio name now. Wow, no, that's what I'm going with now. To calm down, yeah, you're going a little too crazy, man. Let's not let's 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 pump the brakes. And he's wearing his hat backwards, and I wish you guys could see him. Yeah, he's already talking about starting his own podcast for sports. (laughs) I'm, I'm, you know, I turned 25 this uh, past week. You did? I I did. It was a big moment. So everybody, please sing um, happy birthday to Noah. And I'm going through a quarter life crisis. A quarter life crisis. (laughs) Wow. I Man. taught him that. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Yes, yeah, so you can blame Janine. Well, we blame her for everything else, oh, so we might as, well, might as well blame her for that, too. That's a, true. A quarter-life crisis. Um, Noah, uh, I hope you have a lot, a lot more crises ahead of you, um, being those life crises. Trust me, uh, they don't get easier, you know? So there's some encouraging words Very for you. Very encouraging. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've, I've already had my midlife crisis, and um, I'm not, I don't even know if it actually is midlife. That means I got to live to be a hundred. That's a lot of pressure. I don't know if I'm going to do it. What? What happened? Wow. What? Why are you looking at me that way? I was just thinking midlife. Yeah. Like, when was that? Yesterday. Oh, okay. Actually, last year. I turned fifty. I mean, I'm, I just turned fifty. One this year. Fifty-one this year. So yeah. So for all of you that didn't know how old it was and and really care, there there you, you go. go. There you yes, know. for all the folks out there, I'm mm-hmm. half the age of Ron. He is half the age of me, and you, what twenty years? Yeah. Younger? Yeah. So this is why I have you two Obi-Wan. here. For lingo. 31. You say Obi-Wan? Yes. This is 31. <laughs> How old are you? I'm Obi-Wan. This is a multi-generational podcast. It is indeed. So for those of you out there that um, um, enjoy this hijinks that we call a show, uh, the Salvation Army is behind the shield. We love being able to to feature folks not only uh, with the Salvation Army and folks all across the country, all around the world that work in the Salvation Army every day. And we're going to be bringing you even more stories because now we are going to have a larger audience. We're able to get to more people, and we want to share some stories with you that will impact your life and will maybe cause you to say, you know what? I want to work with the Salvation Army as well. Yes. So, so please, if you have those thoughts, those questions, please reach out to us, 865-525-9401 or SalvationArmyKnoxville.org. And if you would like to volunteer, you can always do that at? VoluntearEastTennessee.com. VoluntearEastTennessee.com. All right. Is there anything else we need to do before we close out this episode? Oh, gosh. There's so much. I don't think there that is. I don't know. I don't think there is. I think that's it. I think we've done everything. But if you would, if you do have more questions about the show, you can find our bios and stuff at SalvationArmyRadio.org. But again, please reach out to us. Do not fail to reach out. If you have questions about working with the Salvation Army, volunteering, we would love uh, to help connect you with the right folks. Or if you just want to be friends. <laughs> yes. Beans needs friends. I need, I need friends, too. Beans need, and apparently Noah does as well. So anyway, so... That'll do it for today's for <laughs> that'll do it for this week's episode, and uh, we have uh, yeah. I'm lots so glad the world knows Noah. Yeah. 
You know, I don't think I'm ever going to be allowed back on the show. <laughs> yes, you are. You're going to be a regular, a regular guest on the show. Army. How could we not do that? He's anyway, so until next time, please go out and do the most good to everyone that you meet. That's right. Thanks for listening to the Salvation Army's Behind the Shield. If you have an idea for a guest or for any questions about the show, reach out to us at ron.day at uss.salvationarmy.org. Or you can visit salvationarmysoundcast.org forward slash BTS for more information.